Kevin, I told you that would not work. I don't understand why it didn't work. It didn't work because we went to the bank. We saw the movie Jerry and Marge Go Large. I know we they saw had the a movie. Huge check in the in the movie. I brought a smaller check. Yeah, that's not a check that you brought. Take a look at that. I I know it's even better than a check. It says no, cash on it. It's not better than a check. It's I put just the a big, little S with a dollar sign in the corner too. It's just a piece of cardboard this, with writing on it. This should have worked, Dougie. I don't think I'm getting through to you. Let's just get on with the podcast. I think that's a good idea. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in and I gotta put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation! Films that inspire hope. I'm gonna see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm gonna build Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? Feeling pretty broke right now, Dougie. Yeah. You squashed my giant check idea. I know. I'm sorry, but the bank's just not going to cash that. <laughs> well, at least most banks. <laughs> uh, I need a bank that'll cash money like Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. Nice. Uh, today, we are talking about the geriatric film, Jerry and Marge Go Large. <laughs> uh, Kevin uh, texted his mom and I and said, there's a I like it's super sweet and i think saccharin was the word i used that is the word you used exactly uh yeah i i i wanted to see this it wasn't like anybody pulled my leg to see this i love uh brian cranston and is it emma thompson um no annette benning it's annette benning yes Uh, i love them I love their work. I was excited to see this movie. I didn't. They're both good actors. Yeah. Yeah. And the preview looked good. It made it look fun, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a little older couple being featured, like, yeah. In the in the retirement years. And, right. You know, what are they right. going to do? And I don't, you, I, I you know was, some people in their retirement <laughs> years. That did cross my mind. But. Even without that, I thought the movie looked interesting. Yeah. So I yeah. watched it. I liked right. it. And so I thought I'd recommend it to you. You did. And now here we are recording. We are recording it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, do, would you like an old man rundown? I think you know what that sound means. Yes, it's it is. It's time for the old man rundown. Brian Cranston and Annette Benning star in a sugary sweet tale. Aimed directly for the senior crowd. Brought to you lovingly by Geritol and Pampers for adults. <laughs> I don't know what Geritol is. Oh, Geritol is what you're supposed to take. Uh, actually, that's a... 
<laughs> That's sort of funny because that dates me. <laughs> and we're talking about a film for older people. <laughs> Geritol was supposed to make older people feel better. It's something they would take. It's a liquid. Uh, just like a, basically like a snake oil? Like it's just like... I don't think it's a snake drink oil. but I don't, you'll feel better? I don't know that it's something people still take, so Rocks, maybe it doesn't. Rockstar or Red Bull? Yeah. Just like... Uh, I'm so curious now what this is. I know. I we'll have to look it up. So yeah, I'm interested. I never took it, so okay. That's why I look so old. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this film is aimed directly at you the over fifty age <laughs> group, and it's a, it's and it and it was intentionally done that way. Oh, because, very much so. Yeah. And then they they would tell you, and uh, just in researching things, they they would tell you this film was really made for older people, not not eighty, you know, but uh, oh, it's it's crafted well, it's written well, but it's written very much. There's hardly any language in it. Yeah, there's a lot of quiet. Right, a lot of not necessarily exposition, like spoken exposition, but very non-twisty turny it's you know exactly what's going on like yeah it's not hard to follow (laughs) yeah which to me worked it it, to me that made it part of its charm yeah i think yeah it is kind of a charming little tale the rest of the charm is that for the most part it is a true story and it's pretty amazing yeah you know we didn't i i butchered the uh Old Man Rundown, as I always do, I butchered the film. Would you like to tell him what it's really about, Kevin? Oh, sure, sure. So just your basic straight rundown is is uh, Brian Cranston retires from his 40-something years at a factory where he runs a, a line in a factory for Kellogg or something like yep. that. And uh, anyways, he's aimless and, and wander doesn't know what to do he's he's out of routines he's been the, he's been the same guy for you know 50 60 70 years however old he's supposed to be and this by the way is not uncommon yeah very true uh and uh and so he retires and he's talking to one of the local townspeople who play a big part in the movie and uh, he's talking about playing the lottery, and he's been cautious his whole life. And as you can the tell, Brian Car- Car- uh, Jerry in the movie, yes, right. yes. And uh, he's looking at the lottery slip, and one of the things you gather by his, uh, you, you get this in the both the trailer and the first few minutes. He's very number savvy. Yes, he doesn't have a college degree, but he's lived his life by the numbers, and it's just something that makes sense in his head. He just—he's really math oriented. He's yes. like—he's like a beautiful mind, only without the crazy part. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he notices a flaw in this windfall game, and realizes a way to exploit it. Yeah. And the rest of the movie kind of follows his decision on whether or not. He continues to bleed the lottery dry, whether he fe- plays it, whether he... Uh, will, will he let other people in on it? Yeah, uh, and no, then, yeah, and then yeah. also in the preview, there's a group of students at Harvard who right. also figure out the math thing. So yeah. it's kind of a race to see when the lottery will notice, when, the, when it will become unprofitable for the lottery, because... 
the lottery can give out a lot of money and still be profitable. So. Yes, yes, it can. I don't know. So it was it's very basic, very straightforward. We'll, it is. We'll do spoiler free as usual. Yes. And um, yeah, so I think it's time for two likes and a diss. What do you think, Dougie? Ooh, I think so. Uh, I think that's a pretty good rundown of it. Uh, how it affected the town and uh, the little battle between the two groups, if there's a battle. Um and how it came out, you know? Yeah. So uh, I liked, I thought the, I'm going to try to stop doing this. I, I usually pick a couple of actors and I really like the way they play their roles. And it seems like that's too easy maybe. But I mm. liked the writing on this, that it was simple, straightforward. And it, uh, it the story involved, older people and one of the things that the writers said was that there aren't enough stories where the characters are older people and there's a lot of us <laughs> yeah i get you know my biggest like is is this just the story itself and also i like that it is not only is it based on a true story a lot of what happens in the movie happened in real life so you know you get the you get the based on a true story where the only thing in it was that there was a boat, <laughs> right? You know, um, but uh, yeah, those are my two likes. Do you have two likes? Well, what about your diss? My diss. Well, it, my diss is going to sound funny. I I didn't necessarily like how they portrayed the the guy who had retired and he doesn't know. It, they made him seem kind of like a simpleton in some respects uh i didn't necessarily like the way they portrayed him totally he he seemed way more out of it than probably most people are at that point i mean he didn't have he didn't have anything to do he couldn't think of anything you know <laughs> i don't know I, I might revise that in a second kevin okay well keep I, it keep it open uh if you just don't like seeing yourself play up on the screen. <laughs> that <kidding>. hurts. <laughs> um, if, if there's anybody out there who could help us, I need to have the knife removed from my back. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think you're right. Is the, the guy is clearly very smart. Yeah. he's very, And he, not only that, but he's he's also a professional. He works on a factory line doing numbers and and production right for 40 something years yeah 42 uh, they i believe their goal in portraying him as aimless was to make it obvious that he felt very lost without his job yeah but and th that was that was their goal i don't think they necessarily achieved it because i could see i chose to interpret it I think the way they were intending it is just like he he's just so lost without his job. Like yeah. he just doesn't know what to do because it's clear. They clearly make him out to be intelligent, correcting yeah. the numbers off the top of his head, you know, counting the change. He's at his accountants and he's, I don't know why you're my accountant kind of yeah. thing, you know, like jokingly, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, so he's clearly not stupid, but I know what you're saying when he's, he does. He seems kind of bumbling 
which we all know is not the case for this character. Right. He's very smart. You know that. They've shown that. So right. I think they were just trying to make it so obvious that he was just lost without a task. Yeah, that's a fair assessment, I think. Uh, but I agree that that is what they, they didn't. They did make him seem kind of bumbling, simple, even though it was obvious he was not. I'm going to give you a different dislike, okay? Oh, okay. I dislike the character of the college kid, the mean-spirited, you're going to go away and I'm going to make you kind of, you know, or I'll make your life miserable, I know your address, and all this kind of stuff. That didn't seem realistic at all. You see, these college kids are making a lot of money, and they're doing this, and I don't know. I just, I just couldn't really see. That. I thought, thought they made him more of a villain than they needed to. And a tiny spoiler alert: that part of the story is only partly true. There was a college group, but they weren't like that. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, this is a broad strokes movie. Everything in this movie is. Very clear. It is. This is. There's no mystery. There's no subtlety in this film. Right. Um. In fact, if there's anything, there's always overdone. He's overly, overly lost. The college yeah. kid is overly evil. The town is in overly trouble. There's, there's no one who just, you know, needs a couple extra bucks for groceries it's the jazz festival shut down not the jazz festival it is uh you know you're right you're absolutely right so there's there's nothing subtle in this movie yeah period i think (laughs) i'm I'm trying to think back on it like yeah yeah no it's it's very i mean it's there's no there's no simple or there's no, there's no like uh, the story's a little simple, I com- guess. No, that there's no complexity to it. Yeah, it's no, that's all a good way to put way it. oversimplified, yeah. including these big broad brushstrokes of right. college kid evil. You know, yeah. town broke, <laughs> Jerry lost. <laughs> you know, yeah. Rain Wilson, the the gas station guy stupid <laughs> like, you know like he's dwight Schrute. yeah um to me with this and again it felt like it was made for old people it felt like something that was made for people who didn't have anything to do during retirement so they went to see this movie <laughs> <laughs> my likes are going to be uh i thought brian cranston did a really good job in his role uh I haven't seen him play anything so simple in a long time. And I enjoyed watching him on the screen. I liked watching him kind of shuffle his feet around. Like, you know, I used to him being in Breaking Bad and uh, Lyndon B. Johnson and all the way LBJ and like some of the, he's rough and tough and he's just very sweet in this movie. And I liked seeing that side of him. Right. Um, I also thought this movie was paced really well. I didn't get bored. It wasn't overly... They included as much as they needed to to make the story complete. Yeah. Um, It it moved right along. I I feel like if anything could have been removed, it would have been the college 
kid scenes. Just, yeah. They were just too, okay, we get it. You know? Like, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, and then the, the cliche. Well, I'll keep going. Uh, oh, please do. Yeah, I, I thought it was paced really well. Really simple, short, short, simple, sweet, fun movie to watch on yeah. a Thursday night or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was. It was fun to watch. The, I will say the dislike, my dislike for this film is everything was just too cliche, too broad uh, strokes, too evil, too dumb, I was, too broke. I could, I too could have whatever. predicted that would be your reaction even to the, it. Uh, even, I mean, the, the father-son relationship. I like football, but I'm good at math. You know, like, <laughs> I just wanted to play catch, Dad. I just wanted to spend time with you, so I had you count pennies. You know, like... They were nickels. Oh, Come on. Like, <laughs> like it's very well-intentioned, but it just didn't work for me. So, anyways. Yeah. Do yeah. you like some of this? Yeah, interesting about uh, Brian Cranston. Um, I have... I'm the only person left on the planet, except maybe your mom, who hasn't watched any Breaking Bad. Yes. And uh, so because of this movie, I watched a few episodes of that. What a contrast. <laughs> and what a range Brian Cranston has. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we'll have to talk about that on a separate, yeah. on a separate podcast, maybe. I think so. Uh, one brew over Breaking Bad Ooh. episode by episode recaps. Let us know if you want us to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the cards and letters will be coming in. I've already got three emails. You no, bet. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, should we rate the movie? Let's do it. Let's rate Jerry and Marge go large. Jerry, you're going to have to tell me what's going on. I was always good with math, codes, puzzles, you name it, but I just feel like I never got to be a part of the world. I found this flaw. There's a loophole that the lottery didn't see. It's right here in the math. I don't know what this says. It looks like the numbers of crazy man drew in a cell wall. I cannot believe you are my accountant. I'm playing the lottery, and I won $15,000. Why didn't you just tell me? We barely have enough money to retire on. This is no time to risk it. Yes, it is. What? Can I help you? We'd like to buy 8,000 windfall tickets. I'm going to help you first. $312,000. What now? We want to start a corporation. We'll split the profits with the whole town. I thought it was a good movie. It was fun to watch. Uh, There's... There's nothing super special about the movie, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking about a four. I'm probably going to go with a three and a half, I think. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Some of that stuff is would be hard to relate to if you haven't been there. Mm. But it's a very weird thing to retire, having being a person who's taught school for 36 yeah. years. It was weird not to go back. And, you know, I had things to do and all, but you end up being, you you end up, you're at home all the time. And if you don't develop other things that you're doing, uh, it, it can cause uh, problems in relationships and stuff. It's just, it's an adjustment. Uh, 
Your mom, of course, is delighted to have me home all the time, but uh, <laughs> she might write in. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it, it's a thing. It really is. But I didn't walk around feeling stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, we I see that a little bit at work. The guys who retire off their jobs, the ones who come in having retired a year or two earlier and haven't done a single thing since then, you know, broken backs and, you know, just worn out and done and tired. And then the guys who retired, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, but have been working every day on the stuff they like to do, their hobby, rebuilding trucks, you know, they, they seem 15 years younger than the guys that are just retired that don't know what to do, you know, like, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting, fun movie. Yeah, I'm going to rate this a three. I think initially, I think it was just kind of, I, I think it just kind of hit me in, in the in the feel good spots. Yeah, uh, and then then this it com- is a feel good movie. There's no question about yeah. it. Yeah, and I I think that that's good. And I think if you're looking for a feel good movie, this would be one to check out. Yeah, uh, I think. And well, honestly, if you're listening to us and you're in the older crowd. You might especially like it. Yeah. I don't think this is going to win any awards, but uh, I, I, I would recommend it. But I am going to go with a three. As we talked about it, I think you're right. The the over cliche, the over, the, the heavy handed. These are our characters. Capital C. If they weren't so well acted, it could almost be high schoolers. Mm. You know, like. <laughs> Or a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Oh, that's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Better. And written. I like Hallmark movies. Better so written. I didn't dislike this movie. I liked it. Me too. But it's not. It's not a cinematic masterpiece or anything. Right. So. All right, Dougie. All right. Oh. Well, you know what time it is. <laughs> I do, and I know what sound that is. You <laughs> took my life. You're welcome. So, it is winter week. Yeah. So, the winner's week. And we got some doozies. Oh, man. Last, or not last week, but two weeks ago, the clue for Groovy Movie was Ted. Yes. The Mark Wahlberg, Steve, or not Steve, Seth MacFarlane, teddy bear comedy team. (laughs) Yes. And we got some good ones. And uh, and we're gonna announce the announce the winner. All right, but first, some of our favorites. Okay, first we've got one of my favorites. <laughs> hey, Matt from Tennessee wrote in. 
Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Serena, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen off the white trash name. Yeah, so missing the lines, but it's it's a great bit in the movie. Or missing the rhyme, but it's a great bit from the movie. So I we'll see. count it. Right. I all like right, it. fair enough, fair enough. Uh, now all of your entries, of course, reminder, all of your entries get submitted for the win. That's correct. That's that. So that really could be the winner. It huh? could be. Yeah. What'd you yeah. get, Dougie? Yes. So I've got uh, uh, Allison from Medford, Oregon, writes in Marky Sparky, or if you like Sparky Marky. That's I like Sparky Marky. Yeah, I see. I like Marky Sparky too. So well, they're uh, pretty equal. <laughs> what else you got? I got Ben from Seattle who gave us motion lotion. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure there's a story behind that. <laughs> I don't want to know. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, then I, next I have Sandra from Woodburn. Uh, she writes in, Lori's displeasure, not hard to measure. Lori being the wife of uh, Mark right. Wahlberg, right? Mm-hmm. Who okay, played no, her? Their girlfriend. Their, their oh, fiancés right. or something like that. Who played her? Uh, Mila Kunis. Ah. They're good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the winner, drumroll please, is Jess from Boise, Idaho, whose uh, whose submission was Thunder Wonder. Ah. Thunder Buddy for life there. I love the first Ted. Yeah. Uh, the second one's fun too, but <laughs> anyways, uh, thank you for playing. Yes. And uh, stay tuned for more. I mean. We got anything else? No, I I don't. Hey, thanks for playing, you guys. Uh, we'll we'll keep throwing them out there. You keep sending us in those good examples. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a new podcast soon. <laughs> One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is created and hosted by Kevin and Doug Zay. Follow our social media on Twitter at One Brew Over for Kevin and at The Old Man and Da Brew for Doug. Keep up with the podcast on Instagram at One Brew Over. Email your feedback to OneBrewOver at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, leave a review and tell a friend. Sound bites and trailers for films are taken from YouTube and do not belong to this podcast. All original music is written and recorded by Kevin Zaid. For archival episodes and more, go to www.onebrewover.com. And thanks for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. 